Where'd that go? Man, this show starts. He just trots away. What the heck happened? What was that? I had to shut the door. Oh, it's like man, here. Here. must have been a terrible intro. <laughs> man, golly. Yeah, I think man, that's just not great. I'm just kidding. Ah, fun time, fun times right now. Not, not. I'm sad. The Super Regionals are playing, and LSU is not playing. Yeah, it's a rough night. It's a rough night to come back to the show. So, I'm so sad. I, I, I really am. I'm just – I'm so sad that LSU baseball is over. This I year had, was fun. Was I had, fun. like, complete, complete <sighs> confidence after we won game two that we were going to be out of that Super Regional and be hosting. Oh, man. Especially after my, Miami got put out. Like, I was fully expecting it. Yeah. It, it it felt like we were trending that way. But the baseball season ends in Hattiesburg in the worst way ever. I mean, for someone to come out of the loser's bracket and – Beat you and then beat you again. I mean, shoot, that's what LSU baseball did last season. That's what they had to do, and that's what Southern Miss did. And it is absolutely and brutal to be on the other side. It is. It is because you wholeheartedly believed after for after Saturday night that you were going to be able to get out of that super regional and potentially host the super. But I don't know, well, Reagan. We can we can talk about it, but um, I mean, in my opinion, I think I think. They were just gassed. I think Southern Miss com- just outpitched them. They outpitched them. Look, I mean, ugh. it's so frustrating because you had leads in both games. It's so, man, we, you, you go, I mean, last time we, we came on and we were playing Crunk Ain't Dead because LSU just made another miraculous comeback and and you were set up to win this regional. I mean, you're set up to, to, to close it out. And, you know, against Kennesaw State, they pitched, um, what's his name, Hunter Riggins, their last, you know, best guy or whatever you want to say. Um, and then it's kind of like a bullpen type of, uh, of whatever for the Sunday night game. And you start off with the first inning with a two-run shot from Cade Doty. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's on. It's on. Like, and, and – 
And then what's crazy, Zach, is what has been your strength. Yep. What has been your strength all season is really what put us out. Yep. Your bullpen put you out, I feel like, in this game. I, I, or, or, well, in, in this regional. Um, I don't know what happened to the bullpen. I mean, we were singing their praises all year long, and, and rightfully so. They had a great right. year, fantastic year. But, man, the bullpen, that – this regional was rough. I mean, it was like you couldn't find a guy to come in and throw strikes. It was no, like you gonna, brought in a guy and they would just start walking people. I mean, well, that's that's what I tweeted. I was like, the reason like, they the reason they lost those games was because they did not have a bullpen pitcher that could come in and just shut the door. I mean, I mean, Paul Paul Gervais. You know, if if you had anybody that actually got close to that, Paul Gervais is that guy. Like, but he didn't even he wasn't even on point like he has been all season. But guys that were. They got touched and, and they got hit on, and they weren't able to command. They weren't able to command uh, the strike zone. It, it felt like like nobody could command the strike zone that came yeah. in. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it, in the in the first game, well, the second game against Southern Miss, uh, the Sunday night game, man, the inning where they went up seven to four, um. You allow, two of the runs came in, one on a wild pitch. One, you you literally walked them in. Mm-hmm. And I believe in that inning, they put like two or three guys on base. Like they didn't even get hits. Like you just like put them on and moved them around. Like just gave it to them. I, I mean, it was brutal to watch. And, and, and you were like, okay. You know, and then and then you had no miraculous comeback that game, right? It, it, it like they went up seven to four, and that was pretty much it. And they ended up tacking another one on, and it was eight to four. Well, you gotta go play a winner take all tomorrow. <laughs> and, and then you know it's like, okay, who's who are they gonna pitch? Mikhail can pitch, but who's Southern Miss gonna pitch? Well, they decided to pitch Tanner Hall, and you're like, oh boy. But then so, a part of you is like, eh, he just pitched over a hundred pitches on Friday, you know, like. You know, how's this going to go? Yeah. And then Mikhail comes up and first batter puts one out, and you're like, oh, oh, my gosh. You know, like, here we go. Um, And then the next, you know, they take care of business, and you go to the first inning on the home side, and you put three runs up on Tanner Hall, and you darn near take him out in the first inning. And you, you, like, it's like, okay, you know, we're going to take over this game. And then, uh, you know, a few more innings go by. And uh, Cade puts one out, and it's four to one. And you're like, you know, we gotta, we just gotta put up zeros. We just gotta put up zeros. And unfortunately, we couldn't put up enough zeros. And um, they tacked on two runs in in one inning. And I think it was in a, a bases loaded situation where you're, you you kind of got in trouble. They got out. Um, they actually got out of that inning, like, and it was like, okay, two runs is two runs great, out of that. But, yeah, but that was you know a good good way to end it. It could have been a lot worse. <sighs> And so it's four to three, and then I can't remember how they put up the fourth run to tie the game. I can't remember. But was it that one? I know there was another inning. It was the 
seventh inning where they 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 went up seven to four. Yeah. Right. Was it the seventh and inning? LSU, and then L- yeah, I think you're you're correct. And seven- then LSU answered, and they two put runs, two, which is was massive. That on was all, massive. all on two outs. All, all on two, two outs. outs. And you had guys coming clutch. Why are we reliving this right now? I know, I know. And then a guy who's had not really a great year because of injuries, Gavin comes up and he ties the game up. And at that point, I was going, here we go. We have – and I tweeted it. I tweeted it. We had to have a zero. We had to have a three up, three down, or a zero in that inning. And what happens? Base hit, base hit. They start the inning with two base hits. You – I repeat, I will repeat, they they had to have a zero in the top of the ninth. They had to have a pitcher to come in during that game and close the door, and they didn't have either. I just – and it, you felt confident because Eric had came come in and last night the, – the night before, you know, he was shaky, and then he came in, the you know, into this – Monday winner take all game and he looked boy he looked sharp like he looked like himself, and then in the ninth inning, you know we need to go three up three down. He gets both guys. The first guy is o two, and he, and he misses his spot. He hits a single. Next guy has him one two, misses his spot. Hits a single. It was like oh my gracious, and then Pearson, the guy on first base who had got the first single really wasn't a great runner. He, he was not a great runner. Yeah. But he hit it to the right field, and Pearson did not charge the ball. Instead, kind of fielded it like, like a base hit. And so instead of him charging the ball to kind of hold the runner, he let it come to him. So the runner advanced to third. Now you got runners on the corners, no outs, and a pop fly to, uh, takes the lead. Yep. And – Eventually, that's what happened, and you got out of it. And, and I mean, you're you, you're almost you can always play the what if game, but you know, what if he charges that ball and holds the runner at second instead well, here, of the third? Here's you another know. question, Reagan. Uh, since we're playing the what if game, and here was a big what if in that game. I know a lot of people have asked this question, and I see some of it uh, coming through. I know, I know Danny Girl and and Peyton are kind of going back and forth. Um, Bo Landers had at least Tennessee lost. Maybe they, they lost. lost. They did. Oh, wow. And Drew Gilbert got ejected, and it was hilarious. Wow. And their pitching coach got ejected. <clears throat> so, Reagan, what they deserve if, to be ejected. What if they leave Mikel in longer? Because Mikel was cruising. He was I, cruising. Do you – I mean, I, so, I'm, I, I'm assuming they had to have him at a pitch. They had to have him at some pitch count. They, you know, well, this amount of pitches were pulled. So try and well, preserve him. I think it was a little bit of a. Suit. I think it was a little bit of a a pitch count and a short leash. Like if he got if they got out of a testy quick, like he's going to pull him. And you know they allowed the first home run, and then he seemed to settle in. And it was the fourth inning. He had pitched three full innings, and of course he had already pitched. And he had pitched you know fifty something pitches, and um, it comes to the fourth. And he walks the first batter, and I think it was a little bit of both: short leash, pitching, you know, uh, a, a, a pitch count limit. And it was like, all right, he's already gone three innings, and we open the fourth up with a walk. You know, we need to go get him for 
you know, he falls apart. Like we, we don't want to blow this. And so I, I don't, you know, we can say this now that we've watched the game play out. Like if it played out that, you know, for the better, nobody would said anything about the way Hilliard was pulled. Right. Yeah. Like nobody would said anything about it, but the decision was, okay, he's pitched, he's gotten us three innings. They've only scored one run. But he opened this inning up with a walk. And there's no outs guy on first base without even getting hit. You know, let's get him before he wears himself out um, and gets us into trouble while we have a lead. So I think the thought process of what Jay and, and Jason Kelly were doing was, you know, on the right track. Like, and, and it wasn't just erratic, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, and, I, seemed, and I get that point, Reagan. But but at the same time, you know that you don't have very many yeah. arms. I mean, they had arms, but they were gassed. You had already used Gervais. You had already used Hey. Had you already used Hasty yeah. that week? Yeah, you had already so. used Hasty. I mean, Hasty. a lot of those guys that they they went to, they had already used yeah. Yeah. Uh, outside of I think Razelman, right? Because Razelman had not been used. I don't think so. Had he? Razelman used was used. Yes. He had already he been was used, used well. on the Sunday night game, yeah. So there you go. He was um, the one who kind of fell apart on the Sunday night game, yeah. So, like, those guys had already been gassed, and considering the entirety of the season and and how much they were asked to extend because you didn't have a solid weekend rotation, that's a lot on a pitching staff on a bullpen yeah. throughout an entire season. Yeah. And here at the end of the season – you know, I have to agree with Matt Trent and what he said on Blake's show the other night. I, I think they hit a wall. You yeah. know, um, they were gassed. And it, it definitely USM's seemed like pitching it. staff was was outstanding. I mean, they had a very oh. great deep pitching staff. They had got – of course, they have Tanner Hall. They have Waldrop. They had that, that kid that completely shut us out. Um, Justin Storm. Justin Storm on, on the Sunday game. So – you know they they just had dudes uh, that they could throw out there and that they that that they trusted and that was the difference in the ball game. Um, oh USM yeah, had pitching pitchers, was definitely the yeah. USM had pitchers that could shut down LSU's bats, and LSU did not. LSU had pitchers that the, that were just gas. And the they thing were, that 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 just hurts when you look at it, like when when you when you realize it. Is Sunday night you had a major advantage, major yes, advantage exactly because they were, you know, they've used their three guys, they've used some of their key relievers, and, um, and you had guys saved, and and you had got your, you know, saved your bullpen, like guys like Eric Razelman had not even been used yet, um, uh, coming into the Sunday evening game. Paul had not been out there long yet, Paul, either. yeah, he was still available. And Sammy Dutton hadn't pitched yet, so you kind of had one of those guys who had started for you, you know, at points in the season. Um, but you you take a lead early, and then you let the lead slip away, and this guy, Justin Storm, who pitched nine innings the whole season. This isn't one even like this. Like this yes, their pitching was, was incredible. Outing. But that, that was like, – yeah, yes, like that was – that was your best opportunity. Like you needed it, you needed to win it that night because they're throwing a guy out there because they're kind of spent. They gotta they gotta rest some guys. 
They're throwing a guy out there that's only pitched nine innings all season. And he looks like a weekend rotation guy. And he comes in and absolutely closes you out. I mean, for five inning, I think he allowed like one hit. And that that hurt, man. I mean, for them to have a guy step up like that. He was a left and, and pull that off. So, yeah, the left hand. Oh, my gosh. Every time they brought in a left-handed pitcher, I was like, no. And, dude, you saw it. I mean, Tanner Hall, right? Great pitcher. I mean, stellar year. He was a right-handed pitcher in the first inning. We put up three runs on him. Yeah. But then they would throw Justin Storm out there who ain't pitched 10, game, 10 innings all season, and he comes in left-handed pitcher and throws five shutout innings. Yep. It's like – so, I mean, it, it was brutal. I mean, to have a guy like that and you couldn't get any hits off, you couldn't take him out of the game, you couldn't close it out, man, it was rough. And Well, and, well Danny brings up a good point. Danny and Peyton have been going back and forth, and so we can comment on this, Reagan, and then we can yeah. I guess, move forward. But Danny does bring up a good point. We've talked about the pitching, which obviously hurt, but – she said, I, I agree with Peyton. At any point, a pitcher can shut down those bats. So that it, so that is when things like pass balls, basic errors will cost you because too much emphasis is placed on the bats. I, I think I have to agree, Reagan. Um, I have to agree. It I think it's a I think it's a dichotomy. Like with the bats getting shut down by their by their bullpen, yeah. and you had the problems in the field that you hit, and not even necessarily errors, but just you know, things that, that did not count as errors, but that cost you like the fielding yeah. uh, decision you, 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 uh, you mentioned by Pearson, um, the pass balls, um, those hurt you. Um, the walks, the walks, um, oh, man. So you know, not even walks. just their pitching staff, but our pitching staff mm. and not even necessarily our pitching staff allowing, you know, just getting hit on. Cause a lot of it was themselves not being able to command the strike zone. Yeah. I, it, it, it just, man, it irks me because this team's not going to be, I mean, this team can be great this next year, no doubt. I mean, they can be an incredible team next year, but the team you had this year, man, if you could have paired it with some incredible pitching, yeah, you know, starting this team was well, a championship team. I this think, is a championship lineup and it, it just hurts that this season ended the way it did because you're I mean you're not going to have Barry next year, right? You're not going to be able to have that Dylan Cruz Barry back to back. Oh, also you got D- Doty following up, right? Like and yeah. he's probably gone too. So like the the roster may not the the lineup may not be as intimidating next year, but you sure hope you can get some better pitching. But like that's what I'm saying though, it really really hurts that this year it didn't work out that way. Yeah. With the pitching, because oh my goodness, this lineup paired with the like, if we could have had some great pitching, it, it, I mean, we could have made a championship run. But your pitching caught up with you, man. It, it just okay. caught up with you. And and Southern Miss is a great team. They really are. I mean, they are a a tough team, um, and, and they deserve to be in the tournament, no doubt. But it just uh, you feel like the lineup that we had, if you could have had some some more consistent starting pitching, uh, guys that could come in and just put up zeros, um, that that could have been a a a championship team. 
So I. Anyways. Oh, Dan Girl says I actually disagree with you, Reagan. I do not think you had a chance mm. catcher or shortstop. Come on, Danny Girl. Which are integral parts of a championship team? The bats are great, I, but not everything. I I get that. I, I I get the catcher and shortstop, but come on, guys. If we were to have pitching like Southern Miss had with this lineup, oh, come, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come on if now. Had, if you had a weekend, if you had two, come on now. If you had two weekend rotation guys that could give you like at least six every yeah. game, at least five every game. I mean, you were the weekend guys that you had, you were hoping they could go five or six. You were hoping yeah. they could go five or six, right? But if you had two guys, you know, like a Tanner Hall, like a Waldrop, that you're like, I know he's giving me at least five. Yeah. I know he's giving me at least six. Yeah, this yeah. team's been all yeah. this that's team's what, been that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you had pitching like that, your 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 defense doesn't have to work as much. <laughs> Your 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 catcher isn't missing, you know, as many balls with a a pitcher who's pitching like that, right? Yes. Uh, maybe a shortstop doesn't have to make as many plays. Um, so, yes, you look. I'm I'm not disagreeing with y'all that the shortstop and the catcher didn't play a role in it. They that did. Was obviously, I mean, I mean, there were there were moments when it cost you games at times throughout the season, a hundred percent, and. So I think it's to be addressed, um, and that's that's a good way to move here. Uh, the future, um, I think it's going to be addressed in the off season. Um, both of these things that we're talking about here, pitching and um, fielding, fielding it, both of it. Um, so we we transition here. You know, Hattiesburg was what it was. Let's talk about season one, Jay Johnson, and the future. You know, things that have to change. How is it going to be addressed? How, what do we think is going to be addressed with? Um, yes, Jay Johnson is going to put an emphasis on this offseason on fielding and pitching. No doubt about it. I don't disagree with y'all at all. There, there, there was a lack of fundamental baseball when it came to fielding. Um, it, it there was um, there was a a major. Uh, uh, drop off. It, it seemed like, right? It, I mean, man, there were times when our defense couldn't pick up the ball off the ground. Um, so, Zach, what what are the issues? I mean, well, I guess I kind of I, I kind of said yeah. it, but how are we going to address um, um, what we saw this year? How how are we going to address the pitching? How are we going to address the fielding? What what are, what are we doing? What well, is Jay off, Johnson's task this offseason? Well, first off, there is good news. You have the number one recruiting class in the nation uh, that's yep. coming in. And yep. don't say that freshmen aren't going to impact the game because uh, Josh Pearson. Josh Pearson. Uh, Josh Deans. Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan Dylan, last year. Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan last year. Um, freshmen can impact and be major, major catalysts for a team. Um, yep. And also, you have the transfer portal. And – I I fully expect Jay Johnson. You know, it feels like this year, Reagan, it's just the transfer portal for LSU. Like, football's yeah. got to go out and rebuild with the transfer yeah. portal. Basketball, both sides, <laughs> men's and women's, have to go out and rebuild yeah. with the transfer portal. And guess what? Your baseball team is going to do it, too, because they have to. They have to go yeah. and get guys. LSU appreciates the transfer portal, We no appreciate. Like, if you're an LSU program. fan, you better not be against the transfer <laughs> portal because – 
basically every single athlete just about <laughs> that yeah. you're going to be watching next year for yeah. the football team, the basketball team, the women's basketball team, and and probably your pitching a good bit of your pitching staff next season potentially or is going to be from the transfer portal, right? Yeah. So, um I think you have to address that. Um you know, I think obviously catching was a problem, you know, Peyton mentioned he said uh no pitching is no excuse for the poor catching. Uh, we did have some some poor defensive catching in the back, and yes. I don't think it was all on the catchers because some of that is on the pitchers, on the pitching staff, and catchers getting crossed up. Like some of the problem is not just the catching; um, it's it's on the pitching staff. So you got to address pitching. Obviously, I think that's that's probably the biggest thing, and even more so than the fielding. I know the fielding was the worst thing that you had this season, um, but you can fix that through practice and 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 going through fundamentals. Hard to fix it in season. You got to address it in the off season. You got to address in the off season, but you got to get bodies. You got to get bodies um, for the pitching staff. You've got to go out and find a weekend rotation. Y- you do. Now you got a guy in Ty Floyd who yeah. looked really really good near the end of the season, and, and you hope you can build off that for him next year because he is probably. Him and then potentially, potentially Javon Coleman coming off of his injury. You know, you, you maybe look at those two guys and, and see if they can be a weekend rotation. Uh, but I think you got to go and get a few guys. I, I, I fully and I fully expect Jay Johnson to hit the transfer portal. And speaking of the transfer portal, Reagan, we did lose two guys today to the transfer yep. portal. Uh, Geo entered the transfer portal. Uh, today and Brennan Holt, freshman shortstop, uh, entered the transport. Actually, already has a team. He's going to Oklahoma yeah. State. So um, you know you're going to expect that. But I guess that brings up a good point, Reagan, and, and, and a question I'd, I'd like to ask you, Reagan. Um, you know, and you can discuss. You know what you think needs to be built upon, fixed. But who comes back? I mean, there's some guys that have some decisions to make, Reagan. And if they yeah. come back, yeah. you know, you're going, you know, some of those guys, they, they came back this year and you were like, man, this is going to make us so much better. And yeah. those two guys honestly didn't play hardly at all because of injury. Yeah. Do they come back this year? Um, I, I guess you're talking about Gavin Dugas, Cade Beloso. Correct. Um, there, With Gavin Dugas, I don't know. With Cade Beloso, I think so. Um, and I agree because Gavin seemed, I mean, in his, in that post game, uh, press conference, I must at the end of the regional, he, well, he was very emotional. And when I was watching it, I was like, is he leaving? Like, is this a sign that yeah. he's gone because of how emotional he is? Yeah. You know, it, it made it seem like with what he was saying that he's done, um, yeah. which would be disappointing considering the season that he had this year, dealing with all the injuries and, you know, having to and wearing number eight and not getting able to be out on the field as much as as he yeah. could have been with his with his the the team. So, man, I would I would really like to see Gavin come back and I would love yes, I would love to see Gavin come back and have a season like he had last year. Right? I mean, I hate the way it happened with his hand this year and whatnot. Um, I, I think there's a spot for him to battle for uh, out in left field. Um, for sure, uh, next year because 
They're like you, you got to think Trey Morgan's coming back, Dylan Cruz is coming back, um, Josh Jordan, Pearson's obviously coming Jordan back. Thompson will probably be coming back. Yeah, well, Jordan Thompson will be coming back. Um, you, the positions I, I, that will be up for grabs, I think, are left field, third base, shortstop, shortstop. Yep, and catcher. And Jay Johnson did say that Alex he wanted Alex Malazzo to be back and a part of this team. So if he's healthy, I think Malazzo's your catcher. Which uh, to y'all's point, you know, with the struggling at catcher, uh, which I agree there there was definitely a struggle and was very frustrating at times. Malazzo can can fill that gap because I, I wish he would have been there the whole time. And um, I, I would have loved to see McManus in like a DH role with. Joe Bear, you know, a matchup thing, right? If it's a, if it's a right-hander, you can put Joe Bear out there. If it's left-hander, put out McManus. That's that's the roles I think those guys need to play. Um, yeah. The fielding uh, for both of them. Whew, mm. There was now I will say there was times when McManus made some great plays this regional. I mean, you think yeah, about the did. one that came off the backstop and he made the play at the plate. The, the IQ um, of just the IQ of that play. Was yeah. Uh, so so I mean. McManus made some great plays, but there was also some inexcusable plays that he made. Um, but Malazzo is an elite defensive catcher, and he needs to be behind the plate next year. I mean, and he'll he, be he'll be in see he'll be you know under year two, uh, you know under yeah. Jay Johnson with his hitting, you know he's he's got to be able to hit yeah. though, Reagan. He's got to be able to hit the ball. Okay. If he if he's hitting two hundred, I, I do not care if he's hitting one thirty. I don't care. I don't care. Throw him in the nine hole. I don't care. You can grimace or not. The dude belongs behind the plate. I don't care what he is batting. He could be batting 070. The dude needs behind the plate. The dude uh, needs to be behind the plate. After this season, he belongs behind the plate. Period. If, like, if, if he were if, if he he's were hovering healthy, around 200, I'm okay with it. If he's hovering around 200, Zach, I'm okay with Zach. it. Zach. No. Even if you, earlier in the season you were like, okay, I get it now. I get it now. Now here you are backtracking again. I don't, now no, here you are backtracking. I don't, I don't know about that. No, Zach. That after this season, you he is behind the dish. And if he ever could have gotten healthy this season, you you were putting him right behind the plate. He he should have been back there. Uh, if he if he was healthy, he sh- he would have been back there. And next year, when he is healthy, he's going to be behind the plate. I mean, I don't disagree. Um, he he's definitely the option there at at behind the dish. He's definitely the, option, you, the best option there. A hundred percent agree. But. I mean, Nine whole spots. I just sure. want to see him produce more. I just want to see him produce more. Which, I'm not saying that means he needs to be out of the lineup. I'm saying right. I just want to see him hit more. And I think he will. Honestly, I mean, he was he was batting almost 200 when he was at, at the beginning of the season. I mean, he was around, I think, 190 to like 210 or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't that. and that's why I was like, if he hits around two around 200, even even if you're not at 200, I'm fine with it. But yeah, you know, and so I think his, his offense will continue to prove, but he'll be the catcher next year. If he's here healthy, he will be the catcher. Um, so where, where were we at? I forget where I was at. Guys coming back, guys coming back. Um, so left field, third base, shortstop, uh, those I think, well, I guess maybe second base too. Um, yeah, man. It's, man. May look like a different team next year. Uh, hey, Doe to come back? Um, can he come back? Yeah, he can. Yeah, absolutely he can. Hey. 
Absolutely, can. He's a, he's a sophomore, but he's a draft eligible sophomore because he is you know, twenty one. Man, you would love to have him back. You know, he's Jay. got the deals with Gordon. He's got the deals with Gordon. Jay, maybe May it's can, enough money to get him to stay. Jay May can talk him into staying, especially if you, especially if you, uh, if you address the pitching this year. Um, I think depending on who they bring in and how they're looking pitching wise, um, you may convince him to stay. And that would be massive. Uh, if you can get Gavin Dugas to stay, Kay Beloso to stay, and Kay Doty, and you just lose Barry, like out of your main nine? Not, yeah, not likely, but. Not likely. But, I mean, shoot, if you get two of them back, Reagan, that's massive. Yeah, you I, I think back. your best option to try to get somebody back is Gavin Dugas and Beloso. Correct. I don't think Doty's come back. Maybe if you pay, if you get him paid enough. Maybe, I, mean, I mean, Kay Doty's probably going to be like a – Second, third round guys act. I mean, that's yeah. that's hard to pass on. Like he yeah. he he might. I don't know. He may go higher. and may squeak in a little bit higher than that. Uh, maybe we need to look at some draft boards and and look where he's kind of projected. But I'm if if I'm not mistaken, he's like a second, third round guy. Um, and typically you you go right. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think he. I, I don't think he's staying either. I will say that. But but man, that would be. That'd be massive if somehow they got him to stay. Maybe maybe he's LSU through and through and will stay. But that you you like the whole point of like college ball is to you know make these guys great men. They play great baseball to move on to the next level. I mean that's so. And if he has the opportunity to do that in like the second round, you know, it, you, do you hold it? You don't really want to hold him back from that. True. So, so considering. Everything that we've just talked about, Reagan. Yeah. Um, considering, you know, what is to come. Um, considering how Jay handled um, the problems with Jay and and Jason, how they handled the problems with the pitching staff this year, because we obviously <laughs> knew that was going to be the biggest weakness of the team. Um. You know, let's let's get to our grades here, and then we can kind of maybe hit some comments, and then uh, go to commercial break after this. But uh, I'll let you go first, Reagan. How? Do, I mean, let's just do you know A, B, C, D. You know, we can do plus minus whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you think Jay Johnson did? I, I've got I've got mine in my head. Jay Johnson gets on year one uh, an A minus. Jay Johnson gets an A minus. Um, this is a great team. And um, first year, um, the expectations maybe were a little bit too high for a first-year guy, um, also considering the pitching he lost um, from last year's team um, to this year. I, I give him an A-. minus. Uh, the, the I give him a, mind, a, a lower-end A because of – the fielding I, I think there was maybe a lack of focus on the defensive end and it bit you several times um i think jay did what he could honestly with the pitching i, I mean there's only so much you can do with the guys you have right I like agree. if you don't have the guys you can't just as a coach miraculously make things happen um, like the the dudes you have have to go out there and execute, and if you don't have the dudes, like it's hard to 
you know, and they managed what they could. The management of the pitching, I think, was was great, honestly. Um, you know, I know at times they didn't come through, but the, the way they handled it, I think, was a great job because they eventually found a thing that worked, and it was the bullpen. Now, I know this regional, it was a different story, right? Um, but they found a formula that worked. You know, if you got Hilliard to pitch five innings, six innings, if you got Ty Floyd to pitch five, six innings, you know, or Sammy to, to get you four, right, your bullpen could come in and get you out, right, and, and get you out and take Correct, care of yeah. business. And that worked for them, and it looked great. So offense obviously was great. The pitching, you know, the talent – May have not been there, but they did a great job of what they had. The defense was lacking for sure. So because of that, a year one, an A minus. If this is year three, it's a B minus. But year one, these are the cards you're dealt. I think he did everything he could. A minus. I I. I'm close to you there. I, I, I'm giving him a B plus, um, and I think he gets a B plus. Um, and if you're in, if you're in art here, go ahead and give us a give us your grade. How do y'all think uh, Jay Johnson or just the team overall did? Give us your grades. Um, I think he gets a B plus, and the reason I think he gets a B plus also because I, you mentioned the fielding. Um, yeah, I I'll wholeheartedly agree with that, Reagan. I think um, for whatever reason there was it, it was weird that. You know, LSU has been exceptional defensively. And last year they they weren't like amazing, but they were they were good. They were a lot better than this year. Obviously. Second but yeah, second base last year was your only issue at times. Yes, like you you they played very yeah. well last year defensively. Yeah. And you had basically the same team, basically the same infield, except oh, you're bringing in Jerry Barry, uh uh Jacob Barry. And yeah. we know he wasn't phenomenal at third base, but you know, could get the job done. And it, it was just weird that that it was that bad. I mean, it was. It was bad. It was bad defensively. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's one reason they get knocked down. Another reason they get knocked down is, is in my opinion, the clutch hitting, the being able to to just get a base hit when guys are in scoring position. That was very inconsistent uh, yeah. at times this this season. Um, and, and it what we know that because we've talked we talked about it a lot. Um, now you had times where they could string together hits and they looked really good, and when they did, they won they won those balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you relied too much this season off the home run ball, and while it worked, I mean it worked for you, and, and you won a ton of games off relying off the home run ball. Yeah. Um, but it, it also cost you. In some in some of the ball games that you played, um, not being able to hit and and the, the approach of the plate, I, I don't I don't think was terrible. I don't think it was bad, but at times I, I questioned it. Um, guys' approach at the plate um, and being able to um, to defend the plate whenever they got down uh, in the count. Uh, there was times during the season they that I I questioned that why they weren't able to defend the plate as much uh, as they had in the past. So uh, for those reasons, I give it a B plus. But I have to agree with you, Reagan. I mean, uh, with it being year one, I think Jay did a phenomenal job. I really yeah. did. And, yeah. But another reason I, I give him a B plus is because 
you had a stacked lineup. You really did. I mean, this is the one through nine is one of LSU's best one through nine. And it, it might, it, it's up there. It's got to be at least top three in the, all the years that I've been, that I've been watching LSU baseball. It's got to be in the top three as in one through nine. I mean, that is a, that lineup was potent. Right. Yeah. And so that's another reason I kind of give them a lower grade because I, I, we expected, and, 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 I, and I think I agree, we probably uh, set too high of expectations for this team. Uh, but I think a lot of that was due to the lineup that you had. And I think that they, I, I think the reason I give them a B plus is because I think that lineup could have done a lot more than what they did this, this season. Now they, they were phenomenal. They were awesome. I'm not, I'm not saying they, yeah, I mean, you essentially had the second best offense in the SEC. Exactly. Um, I think so. Maybe that that is somewhat of the expectations because the one one through nine was just so so good. Um, we expected more, and so probably that's probably why I give them a B plus. Is I was expecting a little bit more. Uh, I think I was expecting a Tennessee type year with with this team, um, with the offense at yeah. least, yeah. not the pitching. Uh, now the pitching. I mean, Tennessee's got the pitching. The whole Jordan, you know, shortstop thing, you know, we're hearing rumors about Josh Day over at Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Over 300 hitter, great defender. Put Jordan at second. You know. Move Jordan you know, over to second. There's going to there's gonna be competition. It's going to be competition. And, and then if you bring, like, if guys like Mikey Romero – and Gavin Gidry skip on the draft. I, I don't know if they're going to skip they, on the draft, but it, we'll I think Gavin Gidry is a tiger. Mikey Romero, I think, is going to the draft. Mikey Romero. I think going Gavin Gidry's coming. I, if you bring in Mikey Romero somehow, wow. But yeah, um, I, I agree. I think you. you but I mean, Michael Romero him. seems very on the LSU train. So, well, um, we'll see. He, he's very active on Twitter about LSU. So I, I would, I would love to see him come. But there's going to be competition. For shortstop, no, no doubt. Um, and one one guy to look out for um, for pitching transfer. You may have heard it already. UCLA Thatcher Hurd um, yep. was the 36th ranked player in the country coming out of high school. The number one pitcher out of California went to UCLA. Um, he was actually a guy kind of weird. I, I kind of like watched his recruitment. Um, and and knew about him coming out of high school, and now he's transferring, and that is a guy unless you need to go get. Yes, you need to go get that guy. Uh, Purdue's ace. Ooh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but Purdue's ace is in the transfer portal. Um, go get him. There, you know, Jack Walker out of Mississippi State is in the portal. You need to go get these guys. You yeah. like you go get these guys. There's going to be competition. Um, I, I think the issues that we saw this year. Jay Johnson's a young coach. He's not a dumb coach, um, and he's going to attack these issues. Um, he has a very championship, I think, mindset about himself. Um, he took Arizona to Omaha, and I think he has every capability to take LSU to Omaha, and I think he wants to do it like – he wanted to do it this year, right? Yeah. Like That was his expectation this year. Um, and so he's going to be eating for it next year um, and, and – Tiger fans are hungry to see LSU back in Omaha. So um, I think the issues are going to be addressed in the portal, freshmen, whatever it may be this year. But I think the offseason for LSU baseball is going to be a great offseason. And you got great guys returning. Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, Jordan Pearson, Alex Malazzo, 
guys like that are coming back. And and you can you can lean on on those guys who were great guys this year. Uh, yeah. I mean, Dylan Cruz is the best player in baseball. So yeah. All right. So uh Danny Girl says uh she gives Jay Johnson a B minus. All right, not bad, not bad. She says overall team grade, uh team collectively, not just tournament was a C at best. Well, with the, I guess with the pitching and the defense, I can the I can team grade. Of, sure, sure. Like, yeah, I can the talent wise and the pitching staff. Maybe a C plus. Sure. I'd probably give them a C plus, considering how the bullpen did. Um, they they definitely excelled. Sure. They definitely they definitely uh, overdid their expectations. Uh, let's see. Payton said, "If uh, JT is our shortstop next year, unless he puts in a bunch of work." Lord help us! Oh my goodness, Milazzo better start catcher if he's back. Uh, yeah, we uh, we mentioned that. Yeah. I think Milazzo's going to start. Um, he's probably not going to bat zero seventy. Let's just see if JT gets because uh, JT's bat's good. JT's got a good bat, and you know, let's see if they move him on over to shortstop, if, especially if they go get maybe third base. base, maybe, maybe third, third base. base. You know, e- either one, either one. That's um, how he earned ex- spot at shortstop. You know, you said my expectation was a C, so my bookie. Overachieved by a little bit more than than I expected. There okay. you go. There you go. Peyton said, I, "I give him a C. It's his first year, but Maneri left him with a good team, and we struggled at what Paul Maneri was good at." Mm. Uh, what's your take with that, Reagan? Uh, Paul was great at having defense. Um, Paul wasn't the best at managing his pitches. So correct. So I mean, I mean, I think, yeah, I think Jay fa- kind of failed in in the defensive category. Uh, I have to yeah. agree with Reagan and what he said earlier. Jay's pitching you know, management was better. Jay's, so pitching, Jay's management. pitching management was better. Um, Paul so had I mean, more talent. Paul through the years had more talent at pitchers. You know, like you think like Alex Lane, Kevin Gosman, Jared Pochier, Aaron Nola, Eric Walker, Aaron Nola. Like he had talented guys where. The pitching management at time, you know, didn't have you didn't see that come through at times because you had guys who go out there and throw like eight innings. Yeah, you know, Alex Lang and Aranola. So, yeah. but there was times Paul's pitching management was, was suspect. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Y'all go ahead and start sending them in. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five Star Hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens. Attorney at law. So Danny Girl brings up a good question. Tell me, TA, what we all do now that all our sports are in lull? Well, look, I mean, we, as you know, we did not go at the beginning of this week. So we will let you know uh, with, with the lull, we, we do kind of step back a little bit. There's a lull between, you know, whenever it's just basketball rolling, uh, we, we, we step back to one show a week. And so from now until Probably fall camp, maybe uh, we'll, we'll be doing uh, one show a week. Um, but that that brings up a good point, Zach. You know, you want to you want to tell them about uh, what we're gonna be doing leading up to the football season and for the next few weeks. Yes. Yeah, so, um, we, tell me, so T. A. As, as, 
as Reagan said, we will be um, kicking back to one show. Those are going to be on Friday. So on Friday nights, we'll go live. Um, I don't think any of the other podcasts go live on Friday. So that's why we go live on Friday. Um, I do want to go ahead and announce our guests that we'll be bringing on. So what, what our plan is, is we're going to be previewing football uh, and bringing on several guests that y'all know and love um, to just pre- yeah. preview the football season with us and, and get us ready for football, discuss certain things, certain topics we want to discuss. Me and Ray are going to get together on that um, and and really just um, just talk football. So uh, we've got a pretty cool lineup. So this is who we've got so far. We're expecting to get some more guys uh, or gals come on and talk some football. So we've got the Balcony Bengals. They're going to be joining us. Um, the Golden Boot Pod, you know, with Pooh Bear and Daniel, they're going to be joining us. Carter, the Power Hour LSU is going to yes, be joining sir. us. And of course, Blake is going to be joining us as well. Uh, so we got a star studded lineup. We got a star studded lineup, Reagan. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be joining us to preview Absolutely. LSU football. Uh, oh, Danny, tell me, TA, which star QB would you prefer we get? Who is your guy? Dante Moore. Dante Moore. I, look, look, I know, I know, like, a lot of people want Arch because he's a it's man. Hap- it's not happening. First it's off, not it's not happening. happening. Secondly, I don't think he's the best quarterback in in the nation. I don't. I think. I think. I think he. There's better quarterbacks in Louisiana than look than, than Arch. There, there. I, I saw a TikTok, and I know this is off the cuff, but there was a TikTok I saw one time on the whole like rating system thing. And um, so, obviously, Arch Manning is considered best player, best quarterback in the in the country. Um, I think the the name, you know, kind of I think he gets a whole. A I think bit. he gets a whole another star because um, of the name. Yeah, correct. So there was a quarterback, and, and you know, this is all I can't remember specific numbers. I know the g- generic numbers. And I can't remember his name, but I remember he was out of Wyoming. He was a quarterback in Wyoming, and he had his junior year, he had over 3,000 yards throwing and almost 1,000 yards rushing. And he had several touchdown passes. I think like like I think he had like 20-something touchdown passes his junior season and had um, uh, nine rushing touchdowns. So 3,000 yards, almost 1,000 yards rushing, and – like 30 total touchdowns and then his senior season uh or maybe excuse me excuse me let me let me let me let me backtrack that was his sophomore year his junior year he had he had 4000 yards passing third like over 30 touchdowns had a, had a 1000 yard rushing year and 14 rushing touchdowns and he had Zero stars. Zero. Wow. Zero. So I went and looked him up. This this I saw this TikTok like forever ago. So I can't remember his name, but I went and looked him up. He currently ha- has now I think two or three stars uh, after his junior season, the way he did. But dude, his sophomore year, he threw for three thousand yards and almost rushed for for a thousand and had. Almost thirty, if not more than thirty touchdowns, and then had, came back his junior season and had an even better season, and he finally got his stars, and his numbers were better than Arches. And it's like, dude, 
is like the whole thing messed up with the rating system? Like, well, COVID, COVID's also thrown off the rating systems because true, you know, true. They're, they're having to watch huddle films instead of actually go to games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna see a lot of weird things with the rating system. Like you're gonna see guys that you know like weren't rated or were like two stars, three stars that are just phenomenal. And you're gonna see guys yeah. that are five stars, yeah. four stars that that bust. So um, I don't Odenigo think. Said, 100 percent do not want no. arch but what about going with a lesser name and focus on development as a solid backup look the, the, the dante Moore stuff's picking up it, it's picking up it seems like it, it seems like he is yep. down to lsu notre dame and oregon and notre dame just had a kid that they're interested in reclassified. yep cj yeah, he's reclassified so I, I i think we might get an announcement a commitment maybe soon on three had had us as Dante's leader. On three, yeah, recruiters. Uh, well, he's the high choice for two four yeah. seven as well. But don't forget about Jaden Rashada. He's out of California. He's a four star QB. Um, they're true. all LSU is on him as well. Yeah, I, I think our chances with Dante more are better uh, than Jaden Rashada, but I wouldn't count him out if somehow Dante went somewhere else. But Arch, uh, here's here's what I'll tell you about Arch Manning. I think Arch Manning, there. I think there is zero chance, Zach. There is almost zero chance Arch Manning lives up to the hype because Whoa. the hype that is given to him is is like way too much expectation for a kid coming out of high school. Aren't they saying like he's the best out of the out of the the group? Yeah. Look, his name is Manning, and that's the whole like. Yes, he's a good quarterback, guys. Like he's a great yes, quarterback, but there's no way he meets the expectations people are having for him. Like the people, the like the expectations are unrealistic. Like I, I the think expectations Holstein, for like Arch is like come in, win a national championship, win the Heisman, right? Like I think Eli Holstein's better. I, the, I think Ricky Collins might be better. Yeah, I mean. There's, there is no way he meets the expect. There's, there's no chance he meets the expectation. Now I'm telling you, he could come to Texas or Georgia or wherever he winds up and be incredible. But I still don't think he meets the expectation people have for him because I think the expectation is is way, 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 way too much. Um, just because his last name is Manning, and I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. That's what that I just do want to clarify that. But I, people are acting like he's about to come in and and. Like make te- go take Texas and win the national championship first year. Like, like that people think if they sign Arch Manning, like they're going to be set for the next three years to be compete for a championship. It's just not true. It's just not true. One guy can't. I mean, I mean, one one kid coming out of high school can't come in and and just turn your whole program around like that. Like you saw, like people would make arguments like Trevor Lawrence. Dabo Sweeney built that program. And you also got to think about like Deshaun Watson before him and the talent uh, talent that Ch- Trevor Lawrence had. He came in, he won the championship his freshman year, but then he was never able to do it again. And then you, people would argue, well, Joe Burrow. But <laughs> Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, but he also had Clyde edwards Lair, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall to throw to, right? So – of course, Joe Burrow is an incredible, incredible quarterback. No, not taking anything off of him. But to expect 
Arch Manning to come in and do something like that, the expectation is set way too high. Way I too agree. high. I agree. Um, and I, I will say this right in transition here as, as we're about to get done clo- and hit close here. Um, you know, with the quarterback position, I think, um, you know, I don't think LSU has a chance at Arch Manning. I really don't. I don't think I don't, I don't, think, think, I don't even know if they're trying. I don't, dude, think I don't they, even, I don't, they don't. They don't. They're not even trying. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, they're keeping, con- I mean, let's be real. They're keeping contact and whatnot. They're not. They're not just blowing him by the wind, right? You better believe if you bring in Manning, you're going to sell more tickets. Sure, but I, I think they understand where you know where they stand. Like yeah. they, the art, the Mannings like the new staff at LSU better than the past staff. But, but it, I mean, <laughs> that's about it, right? Yeah. Um, they they like Brian Kelly and the way he handles things, the professionalism. They they've made that known. I forget who said that. I think it was Cooper Manning. Yeah. Uh, said that about him, but like that's that's the extent of it, right? Well, they're attacking Dante Moore and Jaden Rashad. And let's transition here, Reagan. Since since we're talking QB, uh, we're talking a certain position. Um, I'm I think what we're going to do because uh, I'm I'm excited about football season because that's what we're that's where we're at now, Reagan. We got to start yep, looking yep, forward yep. to football. Um, so I think what we're going to do, and y'all get, y'all send us suggestions. Y'all send us, you know, what do y'all want to hear us talk about? with this upcoming football season what do y'all want to hear us address uh so one thing i do want to do reagan is i, I want to kind of go position group by position group uh and kind of kind of preview each position group grade each yeah. position group heading yeah. into the season our expectations for the for the uh each position group is that i, I mean i think that'll be something cool that that our viewers will enjoy but y'all send absolutely. us y'all's suggestions as well absolutely absolutely well, I think that just about does it. Appreciate y'all guys hopping on here and interacting. We'll hit one more quick, quick, quick break, and then we'll come back and wrap the show up. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, Make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys. We sure do appreciate y'all joining in. So from now on, Friday nights here until we get closer to football season is what we'll be doing. Appreciate y'all joining in. We'll catch you next time in the Tigers Avenue. Five-star hero, take us out. Peace. And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers. Who that, who that,